0: Hey, Matt, how's it going? I'm good. Listen, I I, uh, have kind of a, a strange request. Could you get me in touch with your mom? This show is I'll Remember That. And welcome to the mom episode. My name is Drew Beebe, and this show is about the life advice that, for whatever reason, just sticks with you. Each episode, I'm going to share a piece of advice that someone has taught me, but then we're going to reach back out to that person and pick it apart. So let's get into it. Today's advice is... Before you call for help, see if you can solve the problem yourself. I love this advice, but... I find it a bit of a tightrope to walk. You need to know when to ask for help, but it's also really easy to assume that you can't do something yourself when it's actually not as hard as it looks. This advice was given to me by the mom of my friend Matt, the guy on the phone in the intro. This is actually a different Matt from the last episode. I just have a lot of Matts in my life. Anyway, I can't remember the last time I saw this Matt's mom, so with his help, I called her up. Should I call you Judy? You know, I still feel like I'm a kid and I should call you Mrs. Graff.
1: Do you have any gray hair?
0: I do. I do have a little bit of gray hair. Yeah.
1: You can call me Judy. You earned the gray hair.
0: All right. <laughs> Great. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Well, Judy, thank you for joining me on the show. I appreciate you coming. My pleasure. So I kind of want to revisit this moment. I guess it was... I don't even want to think how many years ago it was. You know, I was probably 16. I was at your son's house, my friend Matt. Well, I guess your house. It was weird calling it his house. <laughs> but, you know, it felt like his house to me. And I was backing my car out of the driveway and popped a tire.
1: I remember seeing the car with the flat tire just sitting there
0: paralyzed in inaction you know just just oh my god what do i do what what's your memory of of what what sort of happened next
1: um i suggested that we change the tire you weren't comfortable with that as i remember but you called your parents to find out what to do
0: right and i think i remember my parents suggesting you know we we call AAA and, you know, we get some mechanic out to come and change the tire. And and you came in and you said, um, why don't you tire yourself? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you do it yourself? And, you know, I, I think for me, it was it was really hard to get over that mental hurdle of, well, but I've never done it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to change it. I would love to change it if I knew how to do it, but I don't know how to do it. And in that moment, you helped push through that and say, well, it doesn't matter that you don't know how to do it.
1: We know. Collectively, we know, Uh, because I think if you're going to drive a car, you have to know how to change a tire.
0: Do you remember where you learned to to change a tire?
1: I watched. I never did it. I watched. So I could watch you do it. I could tell you if you're doing it right or doing it wrong. You know, to put something behind the wheels so it shouldn't slide. And uh, then you lift it with the jack once you find the jack and figure out how to work the jack. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. I think I learned that day how much stuff is sort of hidden in the trunk of your car that you don't even know is there. But all those all those tools and everything, they're they're probably waiting for you there. Yes. So we ended up changing the tire. Do you remember kind of your your thought process when you saw me stranded there and came down and, and talked
1: to me? I just, I just saw a flat tire and we could change it. I didn't think about it. It just seemed obvious. I've always done that. Uh, when we moved into our first condominium, we needed paintings on the wall. So I painted pictures. What did I know? You need something, you do it.
0: I, I thought that story was going to say you, you know, you like figured out how to hang paintings, not that you just painted it yourself.
1: No, I painted them because I couldn't afford to buy a painting. But you have to remember in some sense that I came from a family that went through the Depression. My parents were married in 33. And uh, they suffered through the depression as, as very poor people, and uh, there was no question you had to do things by yourself. Uh, there was no question that you couldn't want something; you had to need it, and proving need was not easy. But that's the way we grew up in my in my generation. You can't go and pay somebody; you don't have the money for it.
0: Sure, I mean I think it's interesting because in in this circumstance, you know, we could have a, afforded to have somebody come and change the tire but it was it was a good growing experience to learn how to change it ourselves do you feel that it's valuable to do things yourself instead of sort of going and and having somebody else take care of them for you
1: well if you know what you're doing the chances are you will care about it more than anyone else and you will do it in a nice way
0: i mean i i just think there's there's such a huge barrier of is this a thing i've i know how to do is this a thing i've done before or even something similar to it, right, learning how to do something that you've sort of never even, like, done any auto maintenance before, right? You've never changed the oil in your car, never, like, changed the air filter, or whatever. It, it, it's hard to sort of take that step into trying to learn something in, in a totally new field. How do, how do you feel you can approach that challenge and get over that?
1: I think sometimes desperation makes you do things that you might not normally do. But you have to be smart about it. Make sure it's not dangerous for you or well, for anybody around you. But assuming that, um, you give it a try. You succeed or you fail. At least you tried. Right,
0: right. The car was already messed up. I mean, come on. What, what, What's the worst I was going to do there?
1: That you might be under it when somebody let the jack go. That would be sad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I probably would have felt pretty sad if that happened. I want to close out by asking, is there any piece of advice that, that you've gotten from somebody that has really stuck with you and, and was important in your life?
1: Important in my life? Um, a neighbor of mine had seen an ad for auditions for a dance company, and I always wanted to dance, and I was much too afraid to try this. And she looked at me, she said, you should audition for it. Um, I think I will and that gave me the courage to do it. I don't know why, but it worked for me. So I think people need encouragement more than anything else if they're gonna try something.
0: Judy, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I hope it wasn't too boring. You were not boring at all. And I also want to just take the opportunity to thank you so much for having me change that tire. Not only was it really helpful to, you know, get my car home, but it was a good, a good life lesson. Well, you're quite welcome. I'd like to thank Judy for coming on the show and sharing her side of this story. Maybe someday I'll pass on this wisdom to one of my kids' friends. Now, I wanna share one of your submissions. This one is from Justin. He's an artist and a creative director once told him, the success of drawing simple characters comes from figuring out how to love them. Have you ever gotten advice that stuck with you? Let me know. Leave it in a review for this show on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read one on each episode. Okay, that's it for me. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next one.